0: Hello, hello. Hi. Uh, You're listening to uh, The Midnight Movie Gang. My name is Elsie Hines. I'm your host.
1: I'm Joseph F. Arthurs.
0: Yeah. And uh, we, this is episode six of Midnight Movie Gang. Yeah. And it's, uh, what time is it? It's an hour till midnight. Yeah.
1: It's like, so so we're almost there. Almost midnight movie gang. Yeah.
0: I think last episode, me and Courtney got to actual midnight. Oh, wow. For Midnight Movie Gang. Nice. It was real special.
1: It's a milestone.
0: Um, and uh, we're here to talk about um, a certain uh, Chinese filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, made his transition, started uh, making um, action movies in Hong Kong, and then transferred uh, to America and had quite a few big hits in yeah. America. Mr. John Woo. Yeah. Um, we watched two of his movies tonight.
1: My, me for the first time. Um, my exposure to John Woo is extremely limited. Outside of uh, Max Payne, <laughs> which is <laughs> something that he influenced very heavily, which is very apparent after watching these movies,
0: yeah, especially after watching Hard Boiled. Yeah,
1: Hard Boiled specifically. I don't know so much about <laughs> about Face Off.
0: Yeah, he's got a hell of a. He's directed a lot of movies. We're looking at his uh, Wikipedia page right now. And, yeah, wow. Uh, just so Ignored. many. Yeah. Um, Hard Boiled was his last. Um, was his last uh, Hong Kong? I think he made other movies, um, mm. in China like afterwards. But it was it was his first American made movie was Hard Target.
1: Oh, okay. Um, what which you w- said is kind of like a soft remake of Hard Boiled.
0: Yeah, it's like a very similar. Oh, Van
1: Damme.
0: Of yeah, Van Dam is the main dude.
1: Does he do the splits in that one too? Like he does in every Probably. other movie he's in.
0: Probably. I haven't seen that one. Um, after looking at his filmography i must say i wish i was more in knowledge because all all i've seen of john woo is well mission impossible 2 and then okay. the two movies we watched tonight
1: yeah uh yeah like i said i haven't seen any i hadn't seen any of his stuff but um hard-boiled uh rocked my rocked my ass it really, was fucking awesome really liked it yeah, yeah. i guess that's
0: the one we'll, we'll talk about first um, so, do you want to try to summarize the give a synopsis of like if someone asked you, <laughs> what what is Hard Boiled about? What would you tell them?
1: Hard Boiled is about uh, a guy named Detective Tequila, mm-hmm. who um, he dual wields two pistols and looks like a total badass. Yeah,
0: he's just awesome the whole way through. Um,
1: and he helps his his buddy that's a uh, an undercover cop, and they take on the um, Hong Kong underworld of arms traffickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the most explosively unsafe way possible. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't have any idea what happened in this movie, but it, it was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. They they really uh try to combat the sale of guns by shooting a bunch of guns. <laughs> yeah. There are.
1: Th- can we get like? Is there any like official stat for the body count in this movie? Because there, wa- there must be. I can look it up. Oh my god! So many people die yeah. in this movie. It is insane.
0: In a variety of ways. <clears throat>
1: It is insane, and like like just constant like civilians, cops, gangsters, everybody just gets blown away, and, and like no one just gets shot once either. Everyone gets shot a minimum of five times, and that's that's like the floor.
0: Mm-hmm. I I typed in how many people die in hard boiled, and it auto corrected to hard target. Oh. And that's shameful.
1: Google being biased.
0: Three hundred and seven deaths apparently. Oh my god. Three hundred and seven people died on. Screen. We
1: watched three hundred and seven people die tonight. Yeah. In one movie in alone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. No. So that's uh, essentially the. plot. I mean, basically. So it all kind of spawns from like. Um, it's pretty much a revenge story as yeah. far there's like ele- I feel like when we were watching the movie, there's definitely elements of noir in the um Big time. Uh. In. Like, the style of it.
1: The soundtrack, the neon.
0: Yeah. But it's not really necessarily, like, a mystery.
1: No. Not really. There are twists. Yeah. Uh There's there's a couple of twists that got me pretty good.
0: There's really only one big twist. Yeah. Yeah. You get about halfway through the movie, and then from then on, it's just kind of, like, proceeding with that knowledge onward. Right. You know? Now, do you
1: want to do the tea thing?
0: Oh, yeah. no, no. no. So... Uh, what tea are we drinking today? What, what tea do you got, Joseph?
1: Today I have Yogi uh, Elderberry Immune Support. As you can hear in my voice, I'm, I'm getting over cold. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not too grating for the people listening.
0: No, I'm sure it's fine. It just it, it, it makes your voice more a little bit more somber. A little more. A little more basic. Intimate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good tea for that. That's the, the Immunity Stress Tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was drinking that a lot. Two weeks ago when I had a cold, and it was real helpful. It's delicious. I'm uh, just drinking Bigelow uh, decaffeinated uh, green tea. Nice. Um, And it's pretty good. Uh, I love green tea. I'm a big fan of green teas. I, w- the best tea we have, though, is a caffeinated uh, ginger peach tea.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, and it's, it's fucking badass. It's like a green tea base.
1: Oh, I love peach and tea, dude.
0: Yeah, it's not very gingery, but it's very peachy. Mm. Um, And it's quite good. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. But um. Anyway. But yeah, no. But basically, back to the movie. So Tequila, uh, played amazingly by my boy Cha Young Fat. Cha Young Fat. Um, who just absolute beast in this movie. Oh, Um, he's so
1: likable. It's insane. Yeah,
0: no, he's really charming in this movie. He's like
1: this like schlubby guy, and like he'll see like the most violent, and he'll be doing the most violent action movie stuff, and he'll just like. He'll, it's clearly just another day to him.
0: Yeah, he's just so monotonous. Like, he's just
1: a guy at work. It's great.
0: There's a scene where like he he comes on to, like a really violent crime scene in a library, and he's just he's like just eat- holding a hot dog. Yeah, he's just like eating a burger or whatever, like a sandwich out of a wrapper, just like, munching on it. Yeah. While he's like inspecting this dead body, and it's it just like doesn't care. I love it. Nothing to him. Um, yeah, it's a thing where it's like so. I I'd only seen this movie once before. Mm. And I w- kind of was like only really half paying attention to it Like when I did to the point where like I I didn't get a whole lot of the story Yeah And an- another element too Like that I really picked up on this time uh, I really appreciated the soundtrack a lot more Yeah It's got a pretty killer
1: You know I noticed uh, that the We were talking about the noir influences in the soundtrack The the It's a lot more jazzy in the first half I noticed mm-hmm. Like the first half is full of like these like crazy sax licks And like this, like uh, jazz beats, and then like halfway through, it like hard switches to just like this orchest- orchestral, like yeah, like action movie stuff.
0: Yeah, the '80s action, mo- Terminator-y. Yeah, James, yeah. James Cameron Ecology drums and stuff with horns and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely did kind of switch gears.
1: Yeah, it went from neo noir to action
0: in tone for sure. Oh man, um, that first
1: scene kicked ass. The
0: first like yeah set piece. There's there's a lot of really good. I forgot just how many good action set pieces are. Like, I feel like they give you just enough time between each action, like scene. Oh yeah, like to where just when you're kind of starting to get a little bit bored or being like itching for another one, they throw in them and they're all great.
1: Yeah, the pacing is amazing. I love uh, and it's it's constantly building tension between scenes too, in like (laughs) a really effective way. Oh, and when the action actually does kick off, it is something to behold. Yeah, even in like if we're comparing these two movies, uh, his Hong Kong stuff, a lot more visually interesting to me.
0: Oh no, absolutely. Action wise. For a wide variety of reasons. Oh yeah. Um, Probably
1: for like, not very ethical reasons, like you (laughs) mentioned before. (laughs) No, no
0: bad. Yeah. Bad reasons for sure. Like a big part of like, um, you know, so a a big thing. So like you're watching them in react. quarter. yeah, a little bit. So they've talked about how like in Hong Kong, um, if, You don't, if you're a stuntman in Hong Kong and you don't appear on screen, you don't get paid. Wow. Yeah. So, like, what a part of like what that means is that, like, when these, you know, stuntmen, stunt women in these movies are like doing a big stunner like going for something they're really giving it their hundreds at all because they're oh, just, like yeah. I'm trying to get paid. These guys you know? are
1: working hard and yeah. you can see it and that it's sad knowing why yeah. but at the same time it's like wow these guys are professionals.
0: You yeah, know, it's it's so impressive and like if you look at a, I I've been trying to really get into like a lot more kind of martial arts films and like Asian cinema in general. Yeah. Um uh like I've been I just got the uh, Jack or uh, Jackie Chan the new criterion Jackie Chan, like early Blu ray box set. And it's just like with Jackie in particular, by, by the point where he was kind of at his peak with his movies, yeah, um, kind of like early 90s ish, early mid 90s, um, he has a specific team of stunt people, like the same guys that like he's fighting over and over again. And they all just like know each other physically so well. Wow. And that's so they can
1: a, play off each other really easily.
0: Exactly. Like they know like all the beats they can do. They know like the different kind of moves they can do, what nice. they can take, and like with that, he's able to just coordinate these like incredible physical That's great. You know, scenes that are like way less like a fight and more like a dance. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like John Woo and his directing style is kind of like you know, he's taking like he takes a lot of what makes martial arts movies and like fight scenes in a traditional sense and what makes them entertaining and that like seeing the limits of what the human body can do right but giving us that with guns. oh yeah (laughs) and i mean like
1: when we talk about these stuntmen it's an isn't the, the 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 ballerina type uh like what's the word balletics is that a word what do you mean Them flipping around and doing this like super graceful like gymnastics in the air. The choreography to react to them getting hit is insane. Mm -hmm. Like the physicality of it. Yeah. The speed, which with which with with which that they move, is just it's just it's insane, and it adds to the
0: the energy on screen. The
1: kineticism of it all. That in uh, in addition to all these crazy particles flying everywhere, getting shot. Like everything that gets shot. You said uh, like everything that gets shot in these scenes ends up exploding yeah. and flying all over the screen. and I love there's, it. I love how full of motion the whole sh- frame is.
0: There's always paper and glass. It's just chaos.
1: Like, it's like a real like it's what you like, want to see in a gunfight. It's like a full energetic release mm-hmm. of all that tension that's been building up. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, it's funny that like when we watch this movie, we could tell like whenever something like if if the set is too clean, yeah. like if it looks like all oh, this, this seems, yeah. this area seems like it was freshly built, like yeah. it's getting blown the fuck apart. They
1: were given a tour of that hospital and we we're like, wow, these walls are really clean. Wow, these hallways are really wide. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, just like, oh boy, it seems like there's a lot of room and places mm, that can come. There's a lot of space in here. Every window gets smashed. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, man, yeah, the so, dual wielding. <laughs> so, to so, so kind of break up, like talking about specific elements of the movie, let's, yeah. I feel like we should talk a little bit more about the characters. Like, yeah, as for far sure. It's like so. Um, yeah, so Chao Yun-Fat, who plays t- uh, Tequila mm-hmm. in this movie, is, I believe he's also, he's in, he's kind of like John Bu- Woo's muse. Really? I was like, he's in a lot of the other movies. Like, he's the main character in The Killer, which is he's, John Woo's previous film before this. He's
1: his, like, De Niro, like, to Scorsese.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. he's kind of the feature. All, and I really want to watch The Killer, because I believe it's kind of like a similar thing. Like, cool. it's another... Like, cop. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Cheyenne Fett plays an assassin in that movie. Who actually damages the ass? Oh, yeah, I gotta check it out. We'll do another episode on the kid. That's awesome. Um, but he plays an assassin in that movie, so I'm excited to see that. Um, He got his biggest break, like, as far as, like, an American audiences for uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, he did that? Yeah. No, he was... um He was the additional lead with uh, Michelle Yeoh. That's another movie that I hate to say that I have not seen. No, yeah, no. I, I, I've... <laughs> I've lied to a lot of people about.
1: <laughs> I honestly can't remember movie. if I have or not.
0: To be honest. Yeah, I, I haven't. I I've seen. Haven't. I think did Ang Lee direct? I saw another movie called Hero, hmm. which a lot of people have said that like if if you like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, check out Hero, and I think it's also directed by Ang Lee. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's yeah that was kind of his like breakout role, and then he did a couple of other kind of smaller, kind that's of th- so cool things across over like Bulletproof Monk, which is kind of like more of a comedy like american kung fu movie that's awesome Um, i can
1: see we're talking about john woo right no we're talking about uh, uh, trying fat
0: Fat, the uh yeah yeah but so uh tell me what you thought of him and then maybe some of the other characters in this movie i thought he was
1: great he was uh yeah he like like we were saying he got he that work a day attitude that sort of schlubbiness he's like the most charming person on screen at all times like no one even comes close um What's the name of the undercover guy?
0: Um, the character's name is Alan. Or Alan. At least I don't know if, I don't know if like in, if it's a translation thing or like if if that's just <clears throat> for a lot I mean.
1: of anglicized names in this yeah. movie.
0: Americanized with the. Uh, but the actor's name is uh, Tony Leung. Oh, I've seen him in other stuff. He
1: he is incredibly charming too. He's got he. At first, you think he's just. Are, are we worried about spoilers?
0: Oh shit. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say we're we're not. This movie's been out okay. for a while, but dude, the guy who played the I knew I recognized him. What's I that? think he's um, I gotta go to his filmography. Tony Leung. Yeah, he's um, come on. Oh, is he not the Mandarin? He's he's in, <laughs> he's in. Yeah, he's he's the Mandarin. He's the Mandarin in um. In Shang Chi. Oh, cool. And the, um, that's cool. And uh, did you see Shang Chi? No. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of the Ten Rings. It's a nope. Marvel movie. Yeah, he was killer in that movie. That's sweet. He dude. was. Yeah, he was the villain. In, okay. uh, in Shang Chi, um, and he was he's really still s- working. Yeah, he was really scary. Yeah, no big working. Yeah, no all that. That's awesome. I'm gonna yeah, rewatch no, he, that now.
1: He's super likable. At first, you think he's um. Just a criminal, yeah. Or they an don't. Assassin. They don't let on that he's undercover for like the first half of the movie, and you just think he's uh, this mob boss's like right hand guy, and you see him uh, coerced into betraying his his boss, and it's like an actually like really sad scene because this uh he had, like, he had a connection
0: with him yeah it was a real family dynamic that the crime boss had with all of his lack like the first time you see them they're all kind of just like hanging out at his house like yeah fucking around and
1: he's like don't you watch out for that guy that guy's a snake he has no idea and he, he's like uh the, the scene in which that he um he gets betrayed uh he's got this like look of hurt in his eyes and he's like no 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 nobody fight him Go ahead, go ahead, betray me, and yeah. then he does, and you can see this like shock look, like he still thought he wasn't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so sad. Yeah, but it's re- it's great. It's I wasn't expecting to feel something in this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> aside yeah. from like whoa.
0: Didn't expect to feel emotions beyond this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dual wielding. <laughs> Some of the other characters: uh, Teresa Chang, who is Tequila's girlfriend. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I was a little confused at the beginning. As far I remember, the first time I watched this, I thought like, "Oh, are they separated?"
1: Yeah, I thought they were just yeah, they were just kind of like on the rocks a little bit.
0: Seemed like they were on a break. Yeah, yeah we didn't get a whole lot of. They were uh, just kind of
1: cat and mouse a little bit.
0: Yeah. Oh, the um, so uh, Mad Dog, who is the dude? Uh, we call them Skeleton Face. Dude. <laughs> he was really scary. Yeah,
1: he was really scary, and I think what I was saying to you, he he's got this, he's like this. Like, this archetype of just, like, the the henchman who's just a real badass, like, evil guy who will just, uh, who just is a force of nature. And then at the very end, he's like, listen, boss, we have, like, like, I see what you're doing. Like, there are limits to what we should do. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's a
0: character? <laughs> he's actually doing stuff? Yeah, I no, love like,
1: seeing, like, some depth in
0: that guy. Yeah, he doesn't want to, um, uh, he doesn't want to, like, harm any innocence. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's yeah, he's got
1: like some kind of code of honor, which is something that, yeah, this any other, like any like lesser movie would have just let him be just some action figure thug, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. They gave his character a lot more depth. They
1: gave him an actual character. He's not just like a prop, you know? Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah.
0: Um, I liked the captain a little bit. I don't know. The captain as a character maybe wasn't interesting, but I liked his interactions with Tequila. Yeah. As far as like the relationship was fun. Them butting heads uh, was good. Um, as far as the characters go, yeah, I think that uh, Tequila was definitely the most.
1: There's a lot to enjoy between the action scenes.
0: The most interesting, yeah.
1: Absolutely, Tequila is very um very
0: charming. Yeah. Um,
1: like a Harrison Ford type. Yeah.
0: Um, and I guess as far as the action scene goes scenes go um if we want to talk about any of our uh like are there were there any did you have like an action scene a set piece that was a favorite or like any kind of favorite moments uh, in the movie as far as like action or anything else is concerned
1: something i that sticks out in my head is that part where um i'm already forget i already forget both of their names Mm -hmm. the um the undercover cop and the henchman we were just talking about, Alan and Alan, Mad Dog. Alan and Mad Dog. They're having this like ex- prolonged fight in the hospital, and they're like both running down like mm-hmm. opposite sides of a wall with like oh, glass with panes windows. between them, and they're shooting and at, at each, each other, and they're both missing. I love how much everyone
0: misses yeah. in this movie. People just shoot guns like crazy. It's like
1: um, the the guy who wrote. I, I remember I listened to an interview with the guy who wrote um, <laughs> Free Fire. Uh, a while ago and he the the reason he was inspired to write that was he um, he read uh, police reports about actual like shootouts and a lot of the time like most of the time it's like I shot and then he shot and then I shot and then I got like shot in the leg and I fell down and then we just kept shooting at each other Mm -hmm. and like the the amount of shots that just get that just miss in firefights is insane and it just it works so well with John Woo because everything the bullets hit explode and add yeah. to the action.
0: There's so much dodging in this like so oh, much dodging. Man. Very rarely is somebody just in this movie just like standing mm-hmm. and shooting aimlessly. People like they're they're shooting while they're jumping or jumping while they're through the
1: air like Max Payne.
0: While they're sliding, or maybe like the gunshot like pushes them down. Oh or, yeah, they're laying
1: know. down or they're like trying to get to cover or they're jumping through a window. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, it's so satisfying.
0: There's so much movement, but at the same time, like and I feel like it would in the hands of a lot of other filmmakers, it would feel really jumbled. Yeah. Or messy. But I feel like he knows when to appropriately like emphasize certain movements, like the direction of like you know where it's very the it's, action's very easy to follow.
1: It's a very like technical, technically impressive feat. Like the 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 fact that you know what's going on at all and that's something that I can't really extend to face off in a lot of parts <laughs> yeah he, it's like he uses these wide shots he, he establishes the geography ahead of time and he does it in this in this way that you know exactly what's happening with every single shot and where everybody is it's, it's it's an art and he's 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 obviously just a genius at it like he knows exactly what he's doing absolutely and that and the choreographer of
0: course yeah just the way he frames <coughs> the action yeah. um so would you say that that, that Base, that fight scene, basically between the undercover Cop and Mad well, yeah. Dog, was was your favorite action scene in the movie? No,
1: I like the opening scene
0: best. Opening scene the T shop. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to beat the T shop. Yeah, scene. Yeah, that
1: was fucking that was the, the, the by far my favorite.
0: The T shop scene really like whoops you into gears. Like there's all the birds around.
1: Does that this the shot of of Chow Young Fat coming down, down the, the stairs, stairs like sliding do a- down, down the rails? In. Oh my god! And like the flower going everywhere. Yeah, you go ahead. What's your, what's your favorite?
0: Yeah, it's so good. Oh god! Upon rewatch. Um, I, I didn't realize the first time I watched it, that, uh, that, w- uh, one take scene, uh, Oh yeah. At, at the end, uh, when they're basically just oh, like so much. mowing through bad guys in the hospital, um, Chai Ying fat and, uh, Tony Leung, they're just like, you know, like Chang fat has a shotgun and like Tony Leung is like, has is dual wielding and like, they're just going through Yeah, and like, you know, it's, it's just like a one take following them down all these hallways and like Tony Leung's like jumping on, um, Like hospital, like oh
1: my god, and
0: like sliding along, they're
1: coming out of like the morgue slider drawers Uh and they're sliding onto uh, onto rolling carts for (coughs) bodies and they're continuing to shoot the entire time. Absolutely, it is absurd.
0: I think that's another element of what makes it really good. They use the environment so much, absolutely. And that's you know what, that's another thing that, like, I think. Is also kind of borrowing. It could be kind of borrowing or something I like about um Jackie Chan as well. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of his movies, they use the environment so much. Like they're always grabbing objects or like jumping off of something or breaking something to get. I love it. Something else, you know. It
1: can't and, just be interchangeable with any other location. You actually use the one you wrote it for, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think. I think. I think that's a big part of why a lot of action kind of today. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in your in your basic superhero movie, can really feel off because they're not interacting with the environment that yeah. much. As far as like, it's just kind of two CGI things shooting, just co- kind
1: of slamming into each other,
0: shooting colors at each other. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about with um when we were watching the movie. I was talking about how it made me think of um the fight scene in Smallville and Man of Steel. Yeah, at the where, end yeah, where like basically um. I really like that scene because there's so much physicality. Like, they're being thrown through all the stores, mm-hmm. and they're throwing around cars. Punching and, each other midair. And, yeah, the streets are getting destroyed, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, there's so much environmental interaction that really grounds it all. There's IHOP, you
1: yeah, know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, they're thrown into an IHOP. <laughs> and even though that movie, you know, it's all CGI, like, it's still... They respect... I, I think... Uh, a big element of what makes good action is can you imagine it happening? Yeah, you know. And with something like this, where it's all practical, like obviously, it's
1: incredibly. Yeah, it's incredibly believable looking.
0: Yeah. Um, whereas, like, if you're gonna make something, see, c- like using, you know, yeah. CG and computer effects, you know, a, a way to sell it is just to make it like, you know, grounded in reality to the point where like you can imagine the physics of the that physics. thing yeah. working. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, just like the the squibs and the explosives and just the the screen filling debris. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I love how just kinetic this whole movie was. Yeah, it felt so good to watch.
0: Absolutely. Um. Yeah. The I babies. Also, what? <laughs> the babies. The babies. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say with uh, talking about. I, I think there's some good moments of uh, levity yeah. in this movie, and I feel For like sure. the way they use the babies at the end, kind of. Yeah, there's like
1: a full maternity word full of of babies. I don't know if it's technically a maternity ward, but uh, just full of these babies, and like there's a big shootout at the hospital, and the hospital is going to explode eventually. And they're like, "Well, we have to do something about these babies," so it becomes like a whole plot point. Like, how are we gonna get these babies out of this hospital? All these babies. And Chow Young Fat at the very end is like carrying a baby around with him, with cotton stuffed in its ears, and he's like like singing a lullaby while he's (laughs) like shooting at these people. people.
0: Yeah, for the last 10 minutes, he's he's carrying a baby while he's doing all this crazy shit. I
1: love an action hero holding a baby and a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, look up the poster for yeah. this
0: movie. The poster for this movie is insane because it's just... I want it on my wall. Chang Fat holding a giant baby. The
1: baby looks nonplussed.
0: Yeah, no, the baby's huge. I don't think he ever wears that outfit in this movie. Looks cool though. Yeah. Does he get his head beat up like that?
1: Yeah, he has that. He has that bandage.
0: Okay, yeah, but he's not wearing this body armor at that point. He's wearing like a trench coat <laughs> at <laughs> that was, point in the movie. He looks sick. Yeah.
1: That no. poster goes hard. I love it.
0: It is a good poster. It's it would be hard to find like a really clear poster of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. so cool. Um Yeah, so I guess um the next thing I want to ask is like uh So, do you for this movie? Did you have any? Was there anything that you didn't like or you felt was kind of weak? I know that you had you said that the story was hard for you to follow.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm a kind of a slow reader in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we watched
0: it in its its original language.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like criticizing an action movie like this for its plot, uh, it's not you know. Like, the, a good plot is good to have, and this movie does have a good plot. I just think it's kind of weak, but I don't think that's something to hold against it against it. It's pretty basic, the yeah. plot, when you get down to it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. As far as weak points, like, <coughs> if you're here, you're coming here for action, you're going to get it in, like, spades. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get it, and then the scene's going to go on for another ten minutes, and you're going to be like, whoa!
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely... I feel like... It's so well done to the point where like it, it really doesn't get old. No. And they're always so creative with what what they do with it. No,
1: day. I don't want the scenes to end. Yeah. Yeah, they're amazing.
0: Yeah. They're like extremely well done. Yeah. I feel like the only the only part of the movie that kind of drags for me, I remember is like when when they get to first get to the hospital and they go down to like the vault. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, that time period there, where they're kind of like meandering around the hospital,
1: it kind of sags.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Like just a little that bit. Could,
1: like- that could be tightened up in just one big. You know, I exactly. agree.
0: Like, there was that bit where, like, they had to blow up the circuits or whatever to open the you're, door. You're
1: kind of like, can we just, like, move, if, move it, please?
0: Yeah, they could have just cut that out and yeah. had, like, an easier way to get into the vault. And I feel like it would have made it flow better. But th- that's literally it for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think there might. There, there's, there's some, like, low points of, like, pacing-wise, but... Mm-hmm. You know that's also just because I, I'm an American who hates reading. Yeah, <laughs> <like> I don't <laughs> want to keep
0: reading all this.
1: Yeah, please show me people getting shot, sir.
0: <laughs> yes, just more more explosions. Shoot somebody, please. Uh, yeah, but hard boiled, kick ass. Definitely. Oh my I think, god, I think I'm gonna watch The Killer next. A buddy of mine told me to watch The Killer. The killer. Um, killer. Yeah, but let's talk about <laughs> the other movie, um, that we watched tonight. Yeah. Um, a a <coughs> classic. Um, John Woo's um, third American film, Ooh, yeah, um, starring Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, uh, face off. What an
1: experience!
0: Put, putting it up there with all the best, bo- the body swaps, <laughs> Freaky Friday. Uh, it's basically
1: the same thing.
0: Yeah, basically, the exactly. You could same. probably
1: put Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan in this. Exactly. Be about the same movie.
0: That make it a very different. Who, who would who would have started off as Caster Troy in that version? Um. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that absolutely. Would, that would have been really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So can you uh, give us the <laughs> a basic synopsis of okay of face off as best you can? So your first time seeing it.
1: Um, Sean Archer, as played by John Travolta. Um, lives a happy life with his son where he rubs his hand on his face for some reason rubs his
0: hand on his whole family's his, face he
1: just loves rubbing his hand on his family's face is how they say they love you in his country I guess mm-hmm. Caster Troy is played by Nicolas Cage goes to shoot Sean Archer kills his son Sean Archer's sad mm-hmm. big sad we, we come back to him later on um, and he's still hunting down uh, Caster Troy who is a terrorist for hire which I guess is a thing yeah Um, he he, he tracks him to uh, a place. An an airport. Yeah, Broad broad Strokes incapacitates him after he places a big bomb somewhere, but they don't know where. Uh, His brother is the only person who knows, and he'll only tell Caster Troy. So um, the only logical conclusion that the FBI could come up with is to uh, do very... uh, (laughs) sci-fi <laughs> plastic surgery mm-hmm. to make Sean Archer look exactly like Caster Troy in every single way and have only 3 people in the FBI know about it for some reason. Only
0: 3 whole people.
1: Um and then, you know,
0: and I have a rec- not have like a digital record of it anywhere.
1: And then the movie happens after that.
0: Yep. And then their their faces swap and then somehow uh, yeah. Caster Troy he wakes
1: up from his uh
0: from his coma yeah, very suddenly.
1: He, he has the plastic surgeon put uh, John Travolta's face on him. Yeah, and he could have just killed
0: him while he was <laughs> like while he was up. But that's that's its own thing. Yeah. Um. Ooh, yeah. boy. And they switch faces, and uh, Nick Cage, uh, Sean Archer is trying to get his face back. Yeah. And save his family and whatever. Um. Yeah. So I, I grew up with this movie. You did. Like, yeah. I've that got makes a, a lot of sense. Yeah, I've got a lot of nostalgia for it. Okay. I, um. Like my mom. Like had this movie on all the time, like it was just like a fun thing to watch, um. And that makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, because
1: you defend it very like vehemently.
0: Oh yeah, no, I adore this movie. (laughs) It's totally fine if if you like hate it or like really don't like it. I don't hate it. Um, like I, I, um, but yeah, no, I'm very curious to hear your opinions on it. I guess basically, um, overall, what were your kind of thoughts uh as as it ended?
1: I um, I thought it was. Way more fun than I was expecting. Um, I always my opinion of this movie was always, this is my first time watching this, but I have I've seen basically the whole movie like off and on because like I'm, cl- clips. I'm and addicted re- to YouTube references and um, YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah uh, I always thought that this movie was taking itself 100 percent seriously, which is why this must just be like an awful movie. Um, but there's I think there's a really interesting conversation to be had about the tone. And, like, how much of this movie is trying to be absurd and over the top and how much is trying to be taken seriously. And I honestly, I have no idea <laughs> where that line is, where John Woo, like, it, like, I know I'm not supposed to laugh at the hand face thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Am I supposed to laugh at the <laughs> at the magnet boots in the prison? <laughs> Am I supposed I'm yeah. supposed to laugh at how little sense the plot makes.
0: Yeah, it it really is a, a comic book in that regard. It's
1: sure. entertaining as all hell. I will say um, the action scenes... The, the, after watching a Hard Boiled, left something to be desired.
0: Yeah, that was something that I had on my mind too, and it was it was it didn't necessarily drag the movie down for me, but it's just like, man, I'm immediately comparing. Yeah, this aspect of this movie, to, and it's just it's like it's half as good. It's inferior. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is. I think personally, the action is still better than like a lot of modern action we have now. Sure. But it, it definitely is a downgrade from that.
1: Yeah. It's but it's it's very um it's very like a bunch of quick cuts and zoom-ins and, like, a million cuts for one scene, so we don't have that wide-angle anything anymore that we had in Hard Boiled. Um, we don't have, like, the million bullets spraying everywhere. We don't have the, the million stuntmen who are starving to death in their tiny <laughs> apartments who just yeah. want to die on camera, please.
0: Yeah, the stuntmen got paid a lot better this time around. So, I've I mean, been. yeah,
1: I guess that's that's a plus, but not for us.
0: <laughs> not for the viewers. Yeah. Not, not for me at home <coughs> who wants to see, like, like, Nick Cage have, like, a crazy one down a hallway where he's going yeah.
1: up. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the performances. What do you think?
0: Um, as far as, I think Nick Cage, um, Nick Cage steals the show, I think, in this movie as yeah. Caster Troy. Yeah. As far as, like, the, the permutation of, like... When he's Caster versus Sean Archer, and then when John Travolta is Caster versus Sean Archer, I think,
1: and like, I don't, I th- I think that we're not the first people to to notice that that it would be a lot better if he got to play the fun character for the whole movie.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if Nick Cage was was a uh, Caster Troy throughout the whole thing,
1: because I will come out as a John Travolta hater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't really like his acting, to be honest, mm-hmm. and, and pretty much anything I've seen him in. And I don't think he does a very good job in this movie. I think he's I don't think he just I don't think he has it.
0: Yeah, he he definitely right. doesn't have like when he's caster, which he's he's caster throughout most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um nearly as much uh just manic energy that Nick like unhinged crazy energy as Nick Cage does. Yeah. But it, it's it's hard to match that level of unhinged. He tries, but he
1: it's kind of like like your mom like trying to be like crazy. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like there's still like that reservedness. He yeah. can't break past it and it's just it feels like he's Feels like he's playing somebody.
0: If anything, he comes off just as like more of a creep. Yeah. As far as like I don't know, just the. I feel like he
1: does. No matter what he does, he come off as more of a creep.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not as fun. And then like seeing when Nick Cage is Sean Archer, um, the 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 best parts of that aspect of the performance is when he's kind of losing it. Yeah. As far as like the moments where like he's kind of having an emotional breakdown, where he's like he's trying to pretend to be Castor Troy what like as Sean Archer trying mm-hmm. not to have an emotional breakdown yep. about being fucked in <laughs> <that> situation, <laughs> yeah you know and then the scene where he's high I love that scene oh yeah no <laughs> yeah.
1: they he John Woo knew what he had with 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 Nick Cage and I think he saw like well I gotta like have him be nuts <laughs> mm-hmm. at some point in this movie aside from the, the beginning like I gotta have him be insane so, like, let's have him do drugs. Let's have his mind just break from this insane situation. Yeah. Let's have him go crazy in one way or another.
0: I think the solution to solving that would have been, like, instead of choosing a different actor instead of John Travolta, like, like yes. something crazy, like fucking Jim Carrey as Ooh. as Sean Archer.
1: Now that would have been interesting. Because this whole movie is, is stunt casting the movie, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because you hear the premise and you see these two actors and you're like, well, I got to see that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I got to see what they're going to do swapped as each other.
1: (laughs) There is that rumor that I was talking about where, um, these two actors, uh, Travolta and cage just do not like each other. So they like tried to do an insulting performance of each other. Um, I don't know if I saw that on screen. Really. It's more just like a vague impression here and there. Yeah. Um, but I do I do think that Nick Cage comes from a very like serious uh, school of acting uh, and I was talking about this earlier where um, he doesn't so much try to mimic like human behavior like one to one because that's not really that interesting. He tries to evoke emotion as rawly as possible in a lot of situations and I just don't think John Travolta thinks that hard <laughs> about his performances if I, if I, you know if I can judge him based off those.
0: yeah. I mean, I just think, yeah, as far as, like, John Trulch is one of those actors, I feel like whenever I've seen him in something, he's kind of just playing him. Yeah. You know? And, like, wh- we were saying, too, like, what I probably know him most from is uh, fucking, um, is uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And, then and he was good in that,
1: but yeah. that, that was also very good direction, and also he was kind of desperate.
0: Yeah. Wild Hogs. I've seen Wild Hogs. Wild Hogs. hogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, fucking... Oh, you know
1: what? We should watch um, The Fanatic. You know about The Fanatic? Oh, yeah. Isn't it like <laughs>
0: the lowest grossing movie of all time or some shit? It was a Redbox
1: like, exclusive.
0: Or it's got like a zero. Directed
1: by Fred Durst.
0: Damn.
1: Uh, do you know anything about the plot?
0: Yeah, he's like a Comic-Con nerd. Worse. Worse? Yes. No. Wait, way worse. What's he a fan of? He yeah.
1: He's a fan of an actor. He's playing uh, a very, very neurodivergent Man, in the most offensive, oh, hilarious way possible. Star
0: Hunter Dunbar is Hunter Dunbar real? No, no. Wait, yeah,
1: I think he is actually, or he's being played by someone fake. I don't know. Devin I don't care. It's a bad <laughs> movie, um, but it is the clips I have seen of John Travolta offensively trying to be Arnie from What's Even Gilbert Grape is mm. the and directed by someone with the emotional intelligence of Fred Durst um I'm not a big fan of Travolta <laughs> anyway, back to face off
0: yeah I've never had that much of a vendetta against him necessarily beyond like like I don't know it's he's just not in a whole lot of my favorite movies I should say except no. for this one as just, far as like um yeah no like a lot of My enjoyment I get from this movie just comes from the insanity, yeah, of the plot and the and the and I feel like there's a lot of really memorable one-liners.
1: I was way more entertained than I thought I'd be. I'm gonna take his face off. (laughs) Yeah, I was like the tone of this movie, like you said, like I went into it expecting it to be so totally self-serious and came out of it like, what was what did this movie want to be at all? Because it's it's this.
0: It's a weird balance.
1: You think it's gonna be like just standard. Like action movie, but it's got this cr- all this crazy sci-fi ideas, mm-hmm. just like situationally, like what can we put in this situation that makes it more interesting? Mm-hmm. Like we have this goofy prison.
0: Well, the movie originally was sold as like a sci-fi, yeah, um, type script, and I, I got that. I found that out from, but it like yeah, yeah, um, it like from uh, the story break episode where they uh, talk about Face Off too, yeah. Um, it was originally supposed to be like a futuristic kind of Blade runner type thing mm-hmm. where it's in the future. It's and just
1: something people do. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: absolutely. Um, but I think it was John Woo who wanted to have it set in more of like a modern day thing. Like I think okay. it, it is supposed to be like kind of a near future.
1: Because like watching it, uh, watching it take place in modern day, it just feels like kind of sci-fi of convenience mm-hmm. for the plot. Yeah. Like, okay, so we have...
0: It's super sci-fi in this one
1: specific Yeah, it's way. like there's this one idea and it's just really, really good plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And here's this other idea and it's this sci-fi prison where everyone wears magnet
0: boots. Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's all the sci-fi in the movie. It feels very eclectic and like un- unfocused and strange.
0: Yeah. if I think... What, what was I going to say? Um, they talk about this in Story Break 2 where it's like... When you have a movie like this where it's like all things being normal, you, you have to, the audience can only swallow like one pill Yeah. at a time as far as like you, like there is one thing about this universe that you have to accept Yeah. in order for you to get through it. And if you try to like, like show people like give people multiple different dissonant things Mm -hmm. then it's it's going to make it unbelievable that's the thing
1: yeah and if you have it set in the future like blade runner you can have like well we have this and we have this and we have this but if it's just like it's modern day but we have this weird thing and this weird thing and that's all the weird things we have very different weird (laughs) things (laughs) yeah two things that aren't connected to each other at all
0: yeah it's it's a thing where it's like um an example I, i i was listening to this and talk about it on um, Dungeons and Daddies. Well, just name dropping mm-hmm. these podcasts. Um, was that? Uh, have you heard of the movie Sixty Five with Adam Driver? No. Uh, you, you may seen a trailer for it. So in the movie, the trailer shows like Adam Driver is is a man and he's like on a spaceship, Future spaceship, and he crashes on a planet. Yeah. And on the planet, there's dinosaurs. Oh, cool. And it's oh, 65, you know what? I might have
1: seen a trailer for that. Yeah, yeah,
0: sixty-five million years ago. The trailer is implying that like Adam Driver went back in time and he's stuck finding dinosaurs. Okay. is what is is what the trailer is trying to make you think. Okay. As far as like the, a futuristic yeah. like earth goes back in time <clears throat> um or something that I I thought that like I assume like what if I bet the twist is going to be that he's it's like Adam and Eve type okay. thing and they're like early humans who came to earth or whatever Adam and like Adam and Eve Driver the movie itself i've not seen the movie but i've seen full spoilers spoiler alert for 65 okay 66
1: um, comes after it
0: yeah um adam driver in that movie is is an alien like he's like adam driver in real life is an alien yeah um but like so he comes from an alien civilization that just happens to be aliens that look exactly like humans yeah that come to earth And he shows up, but then he leaves. Like he makes it off, and that the whole thing is like
1: Planet of the Apes, kind of.
0: Yeah, somewhat. But like he doesn't stay there, and it's literally just like he's from another planet. It's sixty-five million years ago. He comes down and he escapes. But like him being just an alien that looks like a human from another planet makes it so that the dinosaurs aren't special. Because to him, it's not like oh shit, it's dinosaurs. To him, it's, it's aliens. It's aliens. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's a thing where it's like, why the fuck would you not, not make him like from the future? That's so strange. Or like, it's it's these two very different si- like. It feels like a rewrite. <laughs> yeah, he could be an alien from planet Gazorpazorp or whatever, <laughs> and then go to a planet with different creatures. Okay, that yeah. it's make it not Earth and make it not specifically dinosaurs. Yeah. And it would kind of, like, like you'd, yeah, ex- you'd accept it more.
1: So, like, a whole other planet yeah. evolved exactly the same as ours. Is exactly. Like,
0: so, like, why bother making it dinosaurs or why bother making him an just alien? Just to
1: try to fake you out, I guess. That yeah. feels really cheap.
0: Yeah, well, you know that he's, like, an alien from a different planet from the very from beginning. From the beginning? The- yeah from the beginning of the movie like but it, they're just
1: dinosaurs. Yeah. How uncreative is that?
0: Yeah, no, it's it's so ridiculous. I, I want to see it though cuz I've heard it it can be people have called it a, a so bad it's good, but <laughs> we'll go to
1: dog planet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um but no, but that's a similar thing with like Face Off where it's like you have the super future prison. Yeah. But it's then... just
1: it's sci-fi of convenience. Yeah. It's like you pick it up when you want it and then you put it back
0: down again. Exactly. They could have just, and also the magnet boots didn't even really play a role beyond. It just felt
1: random. Yeah, it just felt like some random idea that they had, and they're just like, yeah, sure. And it didn't, it like, I guess it like, it could have been like any supermax prison. Like you didn't, like I don't, I don't know. Like what, what purpose did it even serve in the the script?
0: The only purpose that the boots really served was like Nick Cage needed to find a way to get the boots off so that he could escape because that was like the primary barrier.
1: Yeah, but that could have been like it handcuffs. Could have, yeah, it could, have been any, it could have been anything else. Could have been handcuffs. Or like ha- ankle shackles
0: or Him getting out of his cell or something. Yeah,
1: like a, you know, ball yeah. and chain.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean like, I'm fine with sci-fi. I like sci-fi. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, this movie is not a sci-fi movie until it is and then it isn't again and that's frustrating to me for some reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of one of the things with the, uh, the whole body swap thing in general. Yeah. As far as like, I, I'll tell you a part of why it doesn't bother me as much. And it, it's a thing that I have with like all body swap movies, really. As far as like, you know, Freaky Friday, Vice Versa, whatever. Mm-hmm. How the body swap occurs is not nearly as interesting to me as what they do with the body swap element. Yeah, uh, but you
1: know. at the same time, I, I think I do prefer um having like a hard nuts and bolts uh, explanation for how and why this is happening um and having that built into the script rather than just like it happened and now i have to deal with it because mm-hmm. now like the how and why is a factor in the plot mm-hmm. i like that a lot yeah that's something that i do enjoy about this movie
0: 100 mm-hmm. um yeah so we got those characters uh the you wanna <laughs> we got talk? the daughter got the daughter that's true Jamie
1: who by the way thanks for bringing me on only for movies about, <laughs> about. father's father daughter incest
0: yeah <laughs> john travolta has <coughs> is weird and creepy and it's cuz of um you know with, with uh, caster work.
1: troy is taken over his body yeah for all intents and purposes and Castor Troy is a big old creep weirdo who likes underage girls. Yeah, the and opening of the it.
0: movie is him like grabbing like a choir girl's butt, and he does the
1: funniest face in the world while he does it. His eyes pop right out of his. Yeah, the side. I love that face. Nick Cage. <laughs> he goes, "Ha <laughs> ha, oh, Nicholas yeah. Cage." Yeah. Um. So yeah, John Travolta has an underage daughter, uh, and you can probably imagine where that goes. I mean, yeah. it doesn't go
0: yeah. ex- where you. Yeah, you know. he hey, doesn't... Hey, back up, buddy. It he doesn't go that far. He threatens. that will be weird. Yeah, but, it gonna, but he definitely, like, has, like, a lot of looks and, like, because, like, the first time, like, he sees her, like, he, he walks into her room while she's listening to uh, yeah. uh, James Brown. And he sees
1: her with no pen. Pa- yeah, he's li- she's listening to classic, uh, yeah, classic teenager music James Brown exactly. from it, the 90s.
0: Yeah, and she's just in her underwear and, like. And you
1: get the male gaze going up her butt and up yeah. her back and it's like, wait.
0: Yeah, it's it's real gross. Um, Yeah, no, and like he creeps up on her and he grabs a cigarette and it's 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 weird.
1: Very explicitly says that he like is into her at the at the end too when he like licks her face. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Eat a peach for hours or whatever. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: But fucking, what was I gonna say? The only hashtag good dad moment he really has, Mm Castor Troy has. In with John Travolta's body is when like uh Jamie is, is literally about to be raped by a dude that like she went on a date with or whatever. He's a good guy, or I don't know his boyfriend. Any, any, he it's it was like a really funny moment. He like fucking kicks in the car window, <laughs> smashes it, and drags the dude out. He takes
1: uh, can pizza. we check if that's actually Hyde from that 70s show because it looks oh, like oh, I it. do,
0: I do want to know that.
1: <laughs> but he, he pulls Hyde out of the car and he smashes his face, dude who looks just like Hyde, and we're like. Why does this guy care? Like, this is, like, the worst, like, most woman-hating man in the world, and all of a sudden he's, like, protective of this girl he doesn't know.
0: I think there are two reasons why he... One, because um, if he didn't save her, that would blow his cover. Yeah. As far as, like, because uh, Joan Allen would be like, why the fuck didn't you save our daughter? Yeah. Um, but then also, like, he was re- frustrated about he something else in the moment. He was in a bad
1: mood at the time, yeah. and he wanted to hit somebody.
0: Yeah, and he wanted to take out his his anger. So Danny Masterson, who played Hyde.
1: Which was- is perfect casting for a rapist, by
0: the way. Yeah. Um, was that him and Face Off? Let's see. We got his wikipedia page okay. oh my god it was is.
1: him look at the man with the shit. perfect eyes
0: over here wow okay instantly damn. recognize him i thought it was a dude who just looked like him yeah no it do was you have him. an
1: actor who has sexual assault allegations <laughs> he's locked no. up here in the steel trap
0: called danny masterson wow shit no i thought that that wasn't him and it was just a dude that looked like him yep nope it was him yeah i know
1: but, my hide when i see him
0: but the real question was was that guy in the prison thomas jane
1: I, yeah, so I was like going back and forth. St- I settled on it not being him. Watch it be him.
0: Mm-hmm. It eventually could be Thomas Jane. Have you seen Punisher Dirty Laundry, the no. short film? No. With Thomas Jane. I thought he played the Punisher like in a whole movie, didn't he? He, he played him in a whole movie, but a few years later, um, there was this. Ugh, I forget his fucking name. There was this guy on YouTube that was doing. He did like a handful of. um. Marvel short films, like little like YouTube shorts, fan films. Yeah, fan films. Um, And he got Thomas Jane to be in like a little Punisher fan film called. It was like a eight minute thing. Um, Yeah, he also got Ron Perlman in it as well. Sick. As like a guy. That's crazy. Who owns a? The coolest one he did was. um, There was. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: <laughs> Look at the man with the perfect eyes,
0: dude. Uh, yep, yeah, no, the Burke celebrity Hicks, recognizer that's man him face off. Wow, I legitimately didn't think it was. Yes, he has
1: got the eyes for recognizing celebrities and nothing else? It
0: was the hair. Yeah, honestly, he has I very can't, different
1: hair than usual.
0: I can't, <clears throat> I can't imagine Thomas Jane with. Um, with he's, long he's got hair, his
1: curly blonde hair and these glasses <laughs> makes yeah. him not look like him. But yep. I can see you can't hide from me. <laughs>
0: Big thick rim glasses. Somebody
1: check if Thomas Jane has sexual assault allegations.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but the um, the coolest. Let me see if I can find it. Um, he did a short film about Venom, about truth and journalism. Venom. Adi, Sha- Adi Shankar, that was his name. Oh, and he also did the Spider-Man uh, Power Ranger short film as well. Ooh. Um, truth in Journalism and it's kinda like a uh I'm gonna play a little bit of it, but I'm not gonna play the Okay the sound. Mm. Um But it's like kind of the like a universe. It's kinda like a thirties style like newsreel thing where like oh, that's cool. Eddie Brock is going around um, trying to solve a case and it's like it's kinda like found footagey.
1: That is something Venom would do. Was that um
0: it was the guy dying?
1: Was that? I'm I'm not gonna ruin my perfect record by <laughs>
0: guessing who it was. <laughs> With the, the dead it guy certainly the looked ground.
1: like a guy I recognized, but it no, probably no.
0: wasn't him because this is like an indie thing. Yeah, well you can check it out later and <coughs> let me know. Yeah. But yeah, by the end of the movie, Ooh. he be- he becomes Venom and it's like a Ooh, real uh, low five. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Looked
0: cool for a second. <laughs> it looked cool for a second. I looked a little closer know. at it. Yeah, but um no, it's it's pretty <coughs> sick. Um, we yeah, had Thomas Jane was in that one. Goddamn, I gotta get back to. And the he was in this. Gotta get back to the face, face off. I gotta get back to the face off. What were we talking about with face off? We were talking. Uh, we were talking about the, the characters. The other characters. So yeah. Yep. So there's Jamie. There's um, his wife. Yep. Yeah, um, there's his wife uh, Eve, who's a nurse. Who, who um, isn't
1: really much of a character at all, aside from his, her relationship with her husband. Yeah. She, she doesn't she, really have like a life outside of that in this movie.
0: Yeah. She doesn't do a whole lot necessarily. Like her perform- Like they don't really give her a lot of a performance to have beyond no. like frustrated supportive wife, supportive or angry. Yeah. those are
1: her two moods.
0: She's pretty much just like frustrated at Sean Archer for being like, "Oh, you're obsessed with you're obsessed with the man who killed your son." Yeah, are you kidding me? Yep. Let's uh, go to his. Let's go to our son's grave every year on yep. his birthday. Super sad day. <laughs> let's
1: go on sad day, <laughs> honey. It's, it's sad day again. Yes, dear. It's
0: time to be super sad. <laughs> um, fucking. There's Castor Troy's family and his kind of his like little gang squad there's his his main tall henchman man yeah who looked Looked like like woody harrelson yeah oh there's pollux troy pollux troy what's
1: up bro yeah our um if we're talking about neurodivergent coded characters yeah is uh pollux troy Mm -hmm. who is extremely neurodivergent coded um if not just explicitly that
0: yeah alessandro navola i've seen this dude in other shit is that him yeah, that's him. Like anything
1: like him in that picture. He's a handsome dude in this he picture. He's like <laughs> he, a weird little weasel. He was weird little rat guy in yeah. the movie, but he's handsome. He's like all hunched over, and like, and he's not here right now. He's a torrent.
0: He's got real ego. Oh, speaking, damn, he's Billy from Jurassic Park 3.
1: Oh, my God, it all connects. Alan. Alan. Every time we saw the name Alan in...
0: In uh, hard hard-boiled. boiled
1: we said Alan, like in Jurassic
0: Park three. Yeah, my favorite Jurassic Park movie, I'll take.
1: Look go ahead and look up the Velociraptor saying Alan. Alan. For that for that moment alone, I can agree with you on that
0: movie being great. Oh yeah, only only for that scene. Alan. Um only yeah. Pollux is kinda fun. Pollock's had some good uh good uh lines in this movie. He was given a lot to do. He's very entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um it, Yes, I always was the brains of the family. Mm. At least now I've got the looks. This <laughs> <laughs> mm. thing with his pinky. <laughs> My brother
1: is crying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, really I good. wear big sweaters and yeah. big Harry Potter glasses. Mm.
0: John Travolta was real sad when he died in the movie. Yeah. Too, when he felt. Th- he had a good death scene, too. He fell. He like fell through like three separate fucking see- window ceilings. Yeah, he fell down,
1: go boom, pretty good.
0: Uh huh. Um. Yeah, no. There was um, Nick Cage's Baby Mama.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Nick Cage also had a whole family. I didn't know if how. I don't know how I felt about that because Nicholas Caster Troy is supposed to be this just psycho. Look, look I, I guess that is his son.
0: Well, it's impli- It's I believe they say in the movie that he didn't know that that kid was his son. Okay, like she told him in that moment.
1: Because I didn't like the idea of him being like a family man to like reflect back on John Travolta or something. Mm-hmm. Like they're not so different after all. Like, no, this guy is an absolute psychopath. This guy does not have his life together. Yeah. <laughs> like, this man is, is, is insane.
0: Well, she does say to him, like, to. to uh, God. That, well, the actress of the character names fucks me up. Um, he does say to Nick Cage as Sean Archer. That like the only time that you ever see me, it's like, hey, nice ass, you're a peach, and see ya. Yeah. You know, so like he is, he is like
1: he's a piece of shit to her too. Yeah,
0: he's a piece of shit. Like he, like she's just like a. That's consistent. Yeah, she's just like a a side (laughs) thing. (laughs) Which which brings us, or as my mother would say, a cheap tramp sex poodle.
1: (laughs) And then, uh, you know, they have a son, which leads to the funniest ending scene I think I've ever seen in a fucking movie (laughs) in my life. Oh, my God. Do we want to talk about that now?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So um, at, at the end. Um, after after Sean Archer gets his face back.
1: Yeah. He, like, turns the corner. It's, like, all slow motion and foggy and all dramatic. He turns the corner. And this is something that I am, garan- I, I am 100% sure is not supposed to be funny, but mm-hmm. is very funny. Yeah. He turns the corner. He's got this big, stupid John Travolta grin on. And he's like, I love you, everybody. Touches everybody's face, and then he's like, I have something to ask you guys. Uh, they're like, Okay. And he's like, oh, Let me go get him. Like, what? And he pulls in this little Zach and Cody looking <laughs> ass boy.
0: The little kid, little Adam. Yeah. Who's Caster Troy's biological son?
1: And he, and he's like, Are we gonna keep him and give him a home? This is. I just Adam. wanted to. I just wanted to go ahead he's and ask you. Well, we had him. <laughs> In front, g- of, in front of you. Yes.
0: I'm going to ask you right now while he's staring at you. So if Are you going to
1: tell me no that we can't take him and I have to put him in foster care? Mm-hmm. And the last word of the movie is John Travolta's wife going, okay. <laughs>
0: sure. sure, bud. I'm not going to say no to this kid's fucking face. I
1: love the ending of this movie. It is the most insane like coked up ending i've ever it doesn't yeah. make It's supposed to be so dramatic and like happy but it's like we got our replacement son and i i gaslit my family into adopting him
0: we don't need to visit our <laughs> son's grave anymore <laughs> <laughs> we have a new son now. every
1: year on sad Day, sad days canceled
0: we're legally changing his name to michael by the way we were
1: talking about like do you think that Uh, After this, that they like took the son, took their new son to their old son's grave, and was like, "This is you now. This is your grave, and we brought you back."
0: Yeah, (laughs) we 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 found this. uh, We found uh, this scientist that can see like what what our son would have looked like at your age, and now we're gonna (laughs) grow a new face that would have been our son's face. Take your
1: face off, and we're gonna put on. uh, We're gonna put on our old boy's face. Exactly. Cuz we love him more. Yeah. And we lost him so we got a new him, which is you.
0: <laughs> mhm. Yeah, the end. I feel like if they genuinely were going to do a face-off sequel, it would it would have to involve that kid somehow. Oh, I would hope so. Cuz that kid's got a lot, got a fucking messed up. Yeah, that kid like, was th- lineage. That kid
1: went through a whole action scene where he saw like 30 people get killed.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, he, he had in well, his his yellow Beats yeah. noise canceling,
1: <laughs> active noise canceling headphones, headphones by Beats by Dre
0: that blocked the gunfire. Like um, but not as good as the cotton balls and hard boiled. Oh my god! With the babies. where can you buy those? Those apparently <laughs> work really well. Yeah, those are just completely noise canceling That
1: baby really thoroughly enjoyed the violence. By the way, yeah, he only stopped hard
0: boiled. He only stopped crying when the bullets were flying.
1: Uh, yeah, Ch- young Fat like goes like, "Shut up!" and the baby just like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> love that.
0: Also, was in Face Off. There's a, a scene I love. Like I, I don't know. We we I guess we can start talking about um, like scenes that really stood out to us, like scenes, lines, and moments. But like, just it's so obvious and straightforward. But the scene when they're like back to back against like the double mirrors. Oh my god! Yeah. And like like, which why would there be like? It's just a room full of mirrors.
1: Caster Troy, man, he's crazy. he will get anything for his bedroom.
0: Yeah, and they're standing back to back against this mirror. And then they like both pull they're back. Like
1: I'm gonna take your face off. No, you. And then they, yeah, they,
0: yeah. And they're pointing guns at. They're each on.
1: And they turn around.
0: And they're seeing themselves in their And they see
1: themselves, and it's like, oh, this I'm movie's not. too smart for me, dude. <laughs>
0: exactly. Like they're pointing the guns at their true enemies, and it's just, uh, it, it's so hard to describe. It's like,
1: and then you see the bullet slow mo go through the. Go through their reflections, and they they dodge the bullets. <laughs> exactly,
0: they slide on the ground. And they're like
1: superhuman.
0: The John Woo slides. Yep, that's kind of his signature. There's like he does like their slides, sliding sliding on the ground while shooting guns. Honestly,
1: just people shooting while they're moving mm-hmm. in like dramatic ways. Yeah, and that's good stuff. You know, who wants to watch someone just stand there and shoot? You know, that's mm-hmm. boring.
0: Absolutely. Move um, and shoot. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Did you have I guess, did you have, like, a favorite line or a favorite quote? Because there's, like, a lot of <sighs> quotable moments. Yeah, that's a
1: good question. I Pretty much anything Nick Cage said as Caster Troy mm-hmm. uh, was hilarious. I can eat a peach for hours is disgusting and, like, makes my stomach churn, which is why it's a really good line. Uh, he, he's, uh, what, what is the... It's like I'm ready for the big time, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: love that. It's so good. I'm
1: I love, a- I love, um, I love John Travolta coming out and posing like Jesus, and then hard cut to Jesus on the cross. In case, He's like in case you didn't know what, what he was doing,
0: He's like speaking <laughs> Latin and
1: shit. Yeah, like. he was faking speaking in Latin. <laughs> yeah, it's just he in case you didn't know that he was doing a Jesus impression. It's a hard cut to Jesus on the cross.
0: Mm, absolutely. <laughs> there's also a really good stunt at the end of this during the. Uh, there's a pretty sick motorboat chase. Yes. That motorboat chase is probably the best action scene. It in is the movie. good,
1: except there's very, uh, there's very obvious stuntmen <laughs> <That look> in <nothing laughs> so like many shots. It's like who's that guy? Who are those guys? Who are those guys?
0: The, the stunt guy, um, who was Nick Cage's stunt guy, his hair was so much longer. So
1: different. <laughs> Their skin tones are different and everything. They were just two white guys in suits, and that was literally it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were so close to the camera too; you could see their faces.
0: Yeah, but when Nick Cage or Nick Cage's stunt double was like hanging off the side of the speedboat—oh, that was a great stunt! It was like skidding on the water. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think mm-hmm. that I think I said while we were watching it, that's my favorite stunt of the movie because it mm-hmm. reminds me of that um, the famous stunt in Stagecoach, where the guy pulling himself under the under the stagecoach while it's moving. Uh, that that shit was insane like he's like skidding off the water and you could tell it's a real guy like holding on and he's just getting soaked and it's like the boat's going so fast I was really impressed by that
0: mm-hmm. yeah really great scene. Um, yeah I mean I guess as far as like <clears throat> um, yeah so I guess upon this rewatch i I, 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 I was kind of trying to put myself in perspective of like I don't know and this movie definitely does have like a lot of problems sure as far as like i think it's enjoyable though yeah no yeah it's definitely enjoyable um i think for me the biggest l definitely just re-watching it now is like yeah john travolta just is not no. nearly as engaging no as nick like it he's he's fun to watch sometimes and like he's getting kooky but he's not nearly as in it
1: i think michael keaton would have been perfect
0: oh that would have been cool yeah i yeah. think that
1: i was trying to think of like who i would replace him with michael keaton absolutely in that time period yeah, yeah. oh
0: 100 it wouldn't have worked but wesley snipes Wesley snipes. <laughs> it have would have been seen? fine hey, you're seeing demolition man yeah oh yeah so yeah like <laughs> now that'd be a crossover right there dude <laughs> fucking demolition man and <laughs> and face off holy shit he, yeah he
1: could have played the same character
0: yeah, that would've been nuts. No, it
1: would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> no problematic here. Is that
0: blackface?
1: I mean, you know let's see. Uh, that's interesting then you'd have Nicolas Cage trying to act like he's a black guy and not trying to act like a black guy.
0: That'd be the ultimate challenge <laughs> for Nick Cage.
1: And Wesley Snipes would have to do the reverse. But I think he can do it. <laughs> I, I'd, I I'd buy a ticket. If Robert Downey Jr. can that's do That's the it. first thing that I thought of <laughs> when you were like, ah, that's a little problematic. I was like, well, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Played a white dude playing a black dude so and that was funny as hell <laughs> I yeah. fucking love that movie I love Tropic Thunder yeah. so much. <laughs> um yeah fucking of my favorite comedies
0: god damn um but yeah I wonder I guess my my last question off of this if they were to do a remake of Face Off yeah uh today um who would you want to see be Caster Troy and Sean Archer okay, if it came out today know.
1: When I think of, like, actors now, I just... I don't know if there's, like, anybody that has, like, that kind of, like, personality and draw. Like, everyone's just so bland now. I don't know. Like, who's... Like, everyone's just so, like, sanitized. Like, all all the actors that I like are, like, these, like, old heads from, like, the 90s. Mm -hmm.
0: Or when I think about actors now, it's like... I was actually watching a video about this today, um... I was talking about how there aren't really, like, action stars anymore. No, not at all. Or, like, kind of that kind of...
1: Adam Driver and Daniel Craig, sure.
0: <laughs> Adam Driver was one of the names that came to mind, too, as far as, like, somebody Because I know
1: he can do, like, this intense... I do like Adam Driver, mm-hmm. mainly because of Mara's story. I fucking love Marriage story. Yeah. And I know he
0: can get that, like, intensity. It's gotta he be would have to be Sean Archer, though. It's got to be two people with a similar height and a similar build. So who else? Jeff Goldblum.
1: Ah, uh, yes! <laughs> Jeff Goldblum
0: is caster Troy. He would have been an interesting choice for if for back in the day. For
1: recasting Travolta? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I cuz the, they both have such like a distinct way of talking.
0: Yeah, I could see that that going on. I watched a movie recently called uh, Deep Cover um with uh what am I'm forgetting his name, Lawrence Fishburne and uh and it's also like a crime noir movie. It, it was pretty good. I want to rewatch it. Yeah. Um but Jeff Goldblum in the movie kind of plays like a like a corrupt like lawyer nice. drug, drug dealer type dude. Uh, and it's a very different role that I've I seen love to, him And he was he was really good in it.
1: And it's like so like that's what I was, like, you think about, like, Jeff Goldblum and uh, Michael Keaton and Nicolas Cage and, like, all these crazy old head actors and, like, who do we have now? Like, Timothy Chalamet, and Chris Pratt and, like, yeah.
0: like,
1: like, these most boring people ever.
0: A lot of the actors that I can think of are, like, well-known faces are either drama, yeah. comedy, or horror people. It's,
1: it's like, are you going to, like, do, like, an impression of any of these guys and, like, mm-hmm. anyone going to know what you're to, what you're doing? Yeah. I don't know. I like these guys with like really distinct like ways of talking and being mm-hmm. like Christopher Walken and like, uh, and what's his name? Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. I like these. He's like, crazy now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's sad. It's because like, you, do you know the whole like uh, red letter media thing? They've been making jokes about him no, being, having dementia for years and now it's, like, actually, like, it came yeah. out so it's actually true.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I haven't looked a whole lot into it, but I've seen, like, some.
1: Yeah, he's had to retire. <coughs> that's, that's why he's been making so many, like, uh, cheapo little little blockbuster things. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he's been trying to squirrel away as much money as possible for his family before his mind went completely, or before he just went so far that he couldn't do it anymore.
0: Damn, that's it's real tr- sad.
1: It's sad, but, you know, it's, it's better than most people get to retire.
0: Mm. True facts, true facts. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, I was just gonna say that uh, I feel like the space, the space for, like action movies of this type, um, of something like Face Off, where it's kind of like a mid budget. Like, what was the budget for Face Off? I bet it was pretty high. Eighty million dollars. Okay. But that's in
1: that's nineteen ninety seven money.
0: So I don't know how much. But yeah, I feel like even it's pretty high. Adjusted for today that's still like less <clears throat> than a Marvel movie.
1: Well yeah, but budgets it, have gone insane.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But like the the Marvel movie Star Wars like thing, like the super big budget movie, has uh kind of like consumed, absorbed like this type of action movie where it's yeah, like more absolutely. Like, even though it's, um, I was about to say grounded, even though this movie's very not grounded. Yeah. As far as, like, it taking place in something, aso- like, close to reality.
1: There was that, what was that ambulance movie that Michael Bay recently did? Oh, I didn't see that. No one did. <laughs> I, uh, and that's why they're not making <laughs> movies. Yep. I think I think every now and then you get one and it just doesn't look interesting because it's Michael Bay and I don't want to see a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. I but think
0: it, as far as, like what action do say? I feel like the John Wick movies yeah are up there as, I guess that counts yeah as far as like what's in the but new that's realm also based on a comic no it's not it is John Wick
1: yeah I'm 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 John, I am 75% sure John Wick's look that up Jamie <laughs> I know <laughs> the Artemis Hotel is definitely based on a comic
0: one second I'm fairly confident that John Wick is original although I'm gonna is John Wick original let's see is John Wick dead? I
1: could be wrong. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty Maybe sh- I dreamt that. Let's see. It could very well be a comic. Created by the, Is John Wick an original story? Is a fictional character created by American screenwriter Derek Colstead, portrayed by Canadian actor, Keanu Reeves.
1: Damn.
0: I was I'm, wrong. I'm pretty sure it's a it's it's own thing. Yeah. I know a lot of people just like kind of compare it to Okay. Well uh, to a comic. Make but sure to edit out the part
1: where I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I don't want to be proven wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be wrong.
0: Fucking um, what's it called? There's extr the extraction movies on Netflix with. Uh, oh yeah. With Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah, that's the
1: that's directed by the um, the guy the stunt choreographer, for I think Atomic Blonde.
0: Yes, I liked Atomic
1: Blonde. I like Atomic Blonde too. It's a little bit. I have my problems with it, but I like the action a lot. Mm-hmm. That guy, that guy Sam who directed Hart, that, right. um, has done has has been the stunt coordinator and like the uh, choreographer for so many really good action movies. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, known for the Russo, uh, working with the Russo brothers mm-hmm. for the MCU. Yeah, I feel like um, the Russos haven't done an action movie in the MCU for haven't done an MCU movie in a while. Captain America Winter Soldier was my favorite MCU movie for a while. And a big part of that was because like all the fight scenes were practical and they Super were Super really... punchy.
1: I've never seen it.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's not what we get <coughs> nowadays. Um I remember seeing the trailers and thinking they looked
1: really cool. I like the fight like the that three way fight scene between him, Captain America, and
0: Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That's but Civil War, not Winter Soldier. Wrong again. <laughs> Same shit. I was
1: right for a really good streak, and now I've been wrong Same over and Same shit, over different day. <laughs> it all
0: blends together.
1: It's a gray action movie about yeah. superheroes.
0: I'm excited to see the Marvels, mostly just so I can have an opinion about it. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, um, I'm gonna take the lead for most of the internet and have an opinion on it whether I've seen it or not <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm finishing up Miss Marvel the show right now yeah how's that with amon it's pretty fun like okay. she's a really entertaining um uh like protagonist like she's just like a like she so Amon Vellani who plays Miss Marvel mm-hmm. I don't we can't we get just real quick um oh, yeah sure she was like a fan Okay. Like legit, it was like an open casting call
1: oh okay this, it was her, that's cool that the, fits the character too doesn't it
0: yeah like the show is her first role literally she like sent in like a video like is she actually good in it yeah no she's good i mean like she's it's not like it's a super complicated thing as okay. far as like you know it's, it's
1: not a super challenging role
0: she gets her superpowers she you know she has struggles with her family like you know um She's like, struggles, like, being, you know, Muslim in America and whatnot, and, right. like, you know, the prejudices that accompany that, um you know, which I guess those are very complicated things. But it's an MCU show, so it's yeah, not going to get it's crazy. Go- it's going to
1: mention it and be Fuckin- like, yeah, there it is. We mentioned it.
0: Yay. Yeah. Like, you know, um but yeah, it's fun. And I've heard that she's the bright spot in the Marvels nice. as far as, like, you know, so I, yeah. Okay. um But no, it's, it's a fun show. Okay. Um but back to Face Off. <laughs> um as far as like wrapping up thoughts on Face Off and John Woo, I mean, I guess um I guess what I want to ask now is like we never did we never did figure out who would be our modern Face Off actors.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Um
0: no one really fits the bill.
1: No one has enough personality. Maybe everyone's so sterile now. Maybe Daniel- maybe like Ben Affleck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, that's what I got, man.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of people who are... Who, who
1: is an actor that we know?
0: Tom Cruise. Yeah. And someone else.
1: Yeah, I guess Tom Cruise could play, like, Sean Archer. Yeah. I don't know if he's... does he? I mean, he does he, have the range. He was really funny he, in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I was <laughs> about <laughs> to
0: say, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. The, I thought that that... His performance in that was going to lead to bigger and better things. Yeah.
1: I want him to I'd want him to do more stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but he's because
1: he's so good in that. I didn't know it was him the first time I watched
0: it. Mm -hmm. He's locked into the (coughs) whole mission impossible thing now as far as he
1: plays one guy and it's Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. Um let's see. What's Cillian Murphy? No, he's too good.
0: (laughs) He's too good good of an actor for this. He's too good for any of that.
1: Who's like, uh, like you who's in action movies? Like, make have, it, let's pick uh, from like the Marvel stable. You I can guess. make it
0: a, a, a women led face off. Okay. Make it uh, Charlize Theron. Speaking of tonic Blonde, okay. and uh, fucking uh, Scarlett
1: Johansson. <laughs> uh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> yes. Kristen Wiig. Yes. That'd be
0: funny. It'd be like a goofy Paul Feig like thing. I'd watch that.
1: Yeah, that'd They're be funny. funny.
0: Yeah, I feel you. You never see serious face swap movies. No, as far as like this, this is a, this included. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: this does not take itself, or it does yeah. and it fails. But, yeah. but either if, way, it's very funny.
0: Yeah, but I feel like th- this premise sticks within the realm of like um, family friendly comedies. Yeah, and uh, and like sitcoms.
1: Yeah, we'll swap places for a day. Exactly. But, yeah, t- t- it's uh, it's ambitious to say, like, let's take this premise and turn it into, like, a nuts and bolts sci-fi crime thriller mm-hmm. where everything makes sense and there is no magic. It's all science. It's all explained. Mm-hmm. That's bold and ambitious, and I'm glad he made this movie. I just think it's goofy and funny.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to talk about next, bud?
1: Well, next. Uh, next episode. Next movie?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know. Do you want me to like give a movie suggestion?
0: We can figure it out. I'm trying to think we should definitely talk about something that doesn't have incest. <laughs> we should leave that at the door. Uh, for now. We can always come back to that. <laughs> Let's
1: see. Um, I, have, I have a Blu-ray of Free Fire. <laughs>
0: oh, we yeah, we keep talking about Free Fire and we should watch it as far as like keeping in the realm of Let's like see. the modern Ooh, action.
1: You know what? Bronson bronson be good for this show there's a lot you can talk about after watching that movie. i haven't seen bronson
0: this is gonna be a dumb question i don't know nothing about charles bronson is he like a fighter
1: it's n- it's not even about the actor it is about the the less you know about the guy going into it the better Just, interesting it's uh it's he's the <laughs> most the most violent prisoner the uk has ever seen jesus yeah but it's honestly like it's um tom hardy's like breakout role a reason like he's really good in it and it's like a lot funnier than you think it's gonna be mm. so yeah i think that um there's also there's a few movies i could suggest mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of good stuff i've seen
0: recently maybe we could just watch a bunch of boxing movies now i'm just thinking of boxing that movies. too he does I fight need, i need to watch he, raging Bull. he Bowl. fights a dog <laughs> i always wanted to watch warrior warrior uh, what's Tom marty mm. south southpaw
1: i love Raging bull and I like rocky
0: uh, the wrestler, even though that's not boxing, I've
1: never seen the wrestler
0: yeah i had my board <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my board that's <laughs> I for um yeah, no, I think we're we're at a good place to wrap up. Is there any final thoughts on John Woo or face off before we um
1: I loved hard hard boiled hard boiled yeah. le- was super fun, face off was super fun, they're fun in different ways, mm-hmm um if you just want to see like masterfully done action watch hard boiled. Yeah. If you want to see how Hollywood kills that masterfully done <laughs> action watch Face Off.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Face Off is really funny though.
0: Yeah. Um hard boiled definitely is uh one of the best pure action movies ever for sure. Excellent. Like it is definitely like that's my bar for now. And definitely watching Face Off afterwards did a disservice to that element of it that mm-hmm. I didn't expect. Um And I'm excited to watch more uh, Hong Kong-based John Woo movies because of it. Yeah, Um, for sure. Anyway, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, It's uh, past midnight. I should have said that it was midnight. Midnight movie gang. Midnight movie gang. Um, I'm real tired, so. It's okay. Yeah. Um, So
1: The zombie, the vampire, and the werewolf will watch the movies for us.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, have a nice night, y'all. You too. <laughs> Catch us on the next one. So, here we go. the context is the police are serving for James Conn. Melissa did a lover of
2: things with and her
1: partner is the horrible murder of Waterloo.
0: Oh, please tell me where they're going. Please tell me, Sorry, I don't know. Hello? Line on, I'll head. Look what I'm talking in here. Three all the there. Six o'clock train
2: tonight. I think we'll be. Screen T. Sound Ch